Welcome to Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals. I'm your host, Lauren Edelstein, with North Star Meetings Group. Eventful, the podcast, is our way of inviting you to join some of the interesting conversations we have with people in our business about topics that really should be on your radar. I look forward to hearing what you think, and please be sure to subscribe. Last Tuesday was supposed to be Global Meetings Industry Day the annual day of advocacy for in-person events in which groups around the world gather together to celebrate. But due to lockdowns and travel restrictions in response to COVID-19, that was not an option this year. Yet the Meetings Mean Business Coalition, the industry group that created GMID, partnered with Meeting Professionals International and the Events Industry Council to create GMID Virtual. The online series of events and education sessions gave members of the industry plenty of insights and information, even if it lacked the face-to-face component that was part of the event in years past. I'm Alex Palmer, Deputy Editor of North Star Meetings Group, and to discuss GMID Virtual and the state of the meetings industry at this critical time, I spoke with Trina Camacho-London, Vice President of Global Group Sales for Hyatt Hotels Corp., who serves as co-chair of the Meetings Meet Business Coalition. In this episode of Eventful, the podcast for meeting professionals, Camacho London discusses how the organization is working to address the COVID-19 crisis, working closely with the U.S. Travel Association, and how MMBC aims to help the industry come out of this stronger than ever. Thanks so much for, for joining us, Trina. Maybe we could start with just you giving us a little background on MMBC, about the group and what its goals are for the industry, for folks that maybe are just uh, you know learning a little bit more about it. Well, we started, uh, as, as many of you know or may not know, we started out in 2009 after you know the crisis that we had in the hospitality industry. And it was a group of industry leaders that came together as, as a concern on how we can be a little bit more proactive during these times and kind of have recovery plans in place for our industry members. And I remember it started with maybe five or six members. And now we have, I think, over 100 members that are part of the coalition. And we've done some incredible work as far as uh, constant communication on what is going on in our industry, uh, preparing um, unfortunately, we were not prepared for this uh, <laughs> crisis. <laughs> that was not even COVID nineteen was not even on you know on, on the chalkboard. Not too many um, people's uh, <laughs> radar. Exactly, <laughs> um, and so uh, and it's just bringing the leaders together and trying to stay on top of the issues that affect our industry. Mm-hmm. And one of the the major initiatives from MNBC in years past has been the Global Meetings Industry Day, which would have taken place this this week. Generally, that's a great time where a lot of organizations throughout the country or throughout the globe are getting together, advocating for the value of face-to-face meetings and events and getting together in large groups. Obviously, we couldn't really do that this year. That's right. uh, Yeah, there was this sort of uh, virtual events that took place, but but, uh, but yeah, so MNBC, but it was still has been plenty active at the same time now. So uh, we we I have as many phone calls and conference calls with MNB as I do with my hotel company. So it's, it's quite, it's, it's actually, it, it's nice to know that there's another outlet out there to support all of us. And, and it's amazing how everyone has just jumped on board. And I will tell you doing this, we literally probably had over 80 events scheduled up until April 1st. I mean, uh, the, the uh, industry, the community was so excited and so engaged to get together. And then obviously, like many other meetings, we had to finally, you know, pull the plug on it, but came out with a very creative 
way that all of us could get together. And I have to say, it was remarkable to see more than 10,000 industry professionals coming together to honor this fifth day of Global Meetings Industry Day. So I can definitely see in the future, we could have a really nice hybrid is mm. the new word now, a hybrid meeting of GMED. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it really showed there was... The, the energy had not diminished at all in the industry, even if we couldn't actually be somewhere physically. That's absolutely right. You could just, you could just feel, you could feel the energy. You could feel the, actually the love and the respect for everyone coming across, you know, the videos. And one of MMB's initiatives around this time too has been the commit to community effort to help local communities. So folks that in the industry that want to do something that can't, they're not maybe planning an event, but they want to be able to help their community. Maybe uh, you could tell us a little bit about that initiative and what the goals are and kind of what the response has been so far. It was quite remarkable because, you know, each of us in our own organizations are dealing with this and helping, helping our internal communities. And then you have your own personal that you need to take care of. But I, we will tell you that as soon as this crisis began, many of our meeting and event professionals stepped up to the plate and began to help out in their local communities. Uh, it was is remarkable stories. And that's what we're here is to tell the story and to show examples. And on our MMB website, uh, we have over 70 examples of the various organizations that are reaching out and helping their communities. That's right. I'm looking at the site now, uh, meetingsmeanbusiness.com backslash coronavirus response. Um, there's a lot of great examples on there. Events DC's $18 million fund for hospitality aid, Harris Resort, Southern California, donating more than 8,000 pounds of food. Uh, were there any specific ones that stood out to you? I'll just speak on behalf of, of my own organization, Hyde Hotels Corporation. Uh, not only did we immediately go into how we were going to help our, our employees uh, that unfortunately maybe had to, to be furloughed for right now, uh, we immediately went into that. And then you saw many of the hotel chains, including Hyatt, that in our convention bureaus that have opened up uh, the centers uh, as hospitals hotels that are giving rooms away for uh, the healthcare providers and the responsors, having food and beverage for them. Uh, so that's some uh, just some amazing examples of donating rooms for healthcare workers and providing food shelters and medical personnel. That's been really one of the, the impressive trends you've seen in ways that the meetings industry has really been able to step up everything from that, from, from individual independent hotels to major brands like Hyatt being able to make these, these generous uh, offers to kind of help in the, in the effort or to even like convention centers being converted into hospitals, really turning these spaces uh, that are maybe otherwise not being used for their usual purpose into something that's really kind of helping in the, in the cause here. It, it really is. It's, it's, it's a good feel. It's it's incredible because uh, we we say within our own organization, you know, many people who have master's degrees, you know, we, there's not a playbook for this for anybody, no matter what level uh, that you're at. There's no playbook on this. So we're all just going, and it's just nice to see that a lot of this is being led by the heart, mm-hmm. um, and and it's not necessarily all the intelligence. It's a lot by the heart. Mm-hmm. And, and as you said, as unprecedented as this is, we're figuring out as we go in a lot of ways. But at the same time, it does seem like the lessons the industry learned after the Great Recession of 2008 have kind of helped in some ways for as an industry to, to be more proactive in, in these times. So how is having like an organization like MMB uh, and the lobbying and research efforts that grew out of the last crisis aided uh, the industry this time around, would you say? 
Yeah, absolutely. Kind of going back since 2009, we've kind of looked at ourselves as an insurance policy, you know, for the industry for many years. Like I said, we could not have predicted this crisis, but the work that we're doing along with U.S. Travel Association and our other coalition partners has been crucial to bring an immediate relief. That's what it's about, immediate relief to our businesses and to our workers. So continuing to lobby to ensure that our meetings and events uh, at a federal and local level are receiving the support is something that uh, is very important to all of us. Mm-hmm. And on that effort for immediate relief, are there certain policy or uh, relief efforts that, that MMB is really getting behind? Or uh, You know, we, we really follow with uh, U.S. Travel Association. We stay in line with U.S. Travel Association. Okay. And as you know, they're working uh, also on a, on a federal level uh, and a local level as well. Maybe you can describe a little more MMB's kind of working relationship with these different, with, with U.S. Travel Association and, and other organizations. How do you, how frequently are you kind of speaking together and, and checking in and it, it, we've been getting, I know Stephanie's been sa- sending daily updates. It really seems yes. like MMB yes. is, is really getting in front of this in a big way. So obviously now it's been daily, uh, as many of us that are members of MMB Coalition are also members of U.S. Travel Association. So we're very much in line with the communication streamline that's going on. I guess what, what are the, the, your, your focuses now as far as uh, recovery planning? Well, right now, um, we are working with our board members and our partners around the world to advance a plan for industry-wide recovery. Um, Our top priority is to come back from the crisis stronger and even more unified with a wave of recommitment and reinvestment. So the, the conversations obviously are ongoing. The plan is in place, not that, that we're ready to reveal that plan quite yet because it's a moving target, as you can imagine, as every day, you know, the news that we receive from D.C. changes. Uh, and also, you, you, as you know, uh, regionally, things are different. Uh, so for us to have one plan for everyone might not work because regionally things are going to open up, you know, various cities are going to open up differently. And so what it looks like for those hotels in that market that may open up uh, June 1 versus those that may stay a little longer will look a little different, that it's just having a baseline of information. That's a great point. And maybe where yeah. this crisis is, you know, one of many ways it's different from the 2008 recession, but we really are. It's a very localized. Very localized. Yeah. yeah it, it, that, that is going to make it a, a little trickier, I guess, as the recovery happens, but also require a really nimble response from the. But that's what but that's what's great about uh, the over 100 members that we have part of the coalition because we are represented in every state. I can't think of a state right now that we're not represented also with representation from Canada and Latin America. So that's nice to have that they're on the ground letting us know and keeping us updated what's happening within their, like you said, within their local markets. And you'd mentioned one of the goals, obviously, is to, to come back stronger as an industry. And in, in some ways, it's interesting with having to put a full stop to most gatherings. And in some ways, it's spotlighted just how valuable in-person meetings are. I think there was a, the, the APCO research recently found that, that 83% of Americans working from home say they miss That's them. right. Uh, yeah. that, that's interesting. It seems like this might be a, a time where people are really aware of you know this, this thing they're missing, these in-person events. How, how do you think the industry could capitalize on those sentiments as people are really missing meetings or aware of that lack? How as an industry could we be reminding people of the, this value and keep that on in, in their mind to, to, so that we do come back stronger? 
Well, I think it's podcasts like this. It's the it's the Zoom meetings that we're having every day, not only for our company, but within MMB Coalition and U.S. Travel. The information that they've been giving us has been incredible. It's been incredibly useful for me, for my organization, as I cascade that that to my leadership as well. But even when you're you're talking via video, you can just feel that everybody just wants to be together. And we always have complained in, in the past of all the travel. A lot of us travel quite a bit and you get very, you become a road warrior and you get very tired and dreary. And I don't think we'll ever complain about that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. You're like be eager for that. that That's road. right. Uh, eager to get on that plane and be on a week trip. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Um, and, and on that, that yeah, were, were you at all surprised by those findings, like that 83% of, of Americans miss meetings? That seems like... Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. I just know how much we're missing seeing our associates when, when we would travel with our associates and, and missing our customers. So I, I, that did not surprise me at all. And we've been speak, chiefly speaking about your role as at MMBC, uh, but you're also, as you said, Vice, Vice President of Global Group Sales for, for Hyatt. So how are you managing things on the hotel side right now? Yeah, so once again, we have, we have probably three or four meetings a day uh, with the various entities of our hotels uh, and obviously with our leadership, uh, with our sales associates and with, with our customers. We're in constant contact with our customers. We have been uh, kind of market segmentating Zoom focus groups uh, just to get a feel how they're feeling. We do it in small pockets. And then to see how they're feeling, what their expectations are, what they're going to be looking for, whether it's, you know, in your hotel room, whether it's in uh, as you as you come into the, the guest reception area and obviously for the meeting space, the food and beverage delivery. And we're just collecting all of that information, uh, you know, by market segment, because we do realize every market is going to be different. You know, pharma and medical may come out a little quicker, you know, than, than corporate America. So uh, that, that's all the data that we're getting in addition to what MMB is telling us, what uh, U.S. Travel is telling us. So uh, it has definitely become even more of a data-driven workload day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Getting information wherever you can get it. And, yeah. Um, and I will say you, you made a great point. We are mirroring because as, as we know, China is starting to open up a little bit at a time. So we are kind of mirroring what kind of what they're doing now on the hotel level. Uh, so that's been a good baseline for us here in America's. Yeah, kind of looking at how it's going in other places. They're a little more ahead of the, the curve. Yeah, how the trends are going there. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point. And I do, I do wonder too on that, like that's something we've started, uh, Roger Dow mentioned that during uh, the, the, the MPI roundtable on, on the 14th as well, the, the starting to look at what, what a meeting would look like if it was sort of restri- certain restrictions, but still able to, to meet. Is that something that, that MMB is, have you, have you guys been you know, hearing that from partners? Yeah, and, and that's getting collective uh, stories from our members, you know, such mm-hmm. as what Hyatt's going to do, what Hilton's going to do, what the Bureau's going to do so absolutely you know those are things that we get collective stories from everybody everybody's still got the plan there we kind of you know we're kind of hearing the same thing exactly what you just said you know are they going to do temperature checks at the you know the registration and things like you know you hear from the airlines probably the middle seats won't have anyone in the middle seats less people on the plane maybe no food service so those are those are the things that we're all collecting absolutely Mm -hmm. Still kind of in that that data right. gathering stage. Exactly. And then finding some type of central incubator where that can be shared. 
which obviously, you know, we'll have that on our website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is where like a hub like MMB seems where that's really going to be a value to kind of help get that information to everybody across. That's correct. Absolutely. What kind of questions are you hearing from your partners? Like, is there folks reaching out from the, the, the various partners saying, could we get more of this information or things that, that maybe your, your questions that they have that you're trying to, to get answers to? It, it is a lot of health and safety. It's health standards, sanitation, every, that's, that's, that's what we're hearing first. Uh, and then obviously they are kind of looking to hear what the airlines are going to do because as, as we said, it's going to come back, but it's going to come back local. It's going to be the drive-in market, probably going to be a little bit of the leisure and then a hybrid me- meeting a little bit smaller right now. That's kind of the feedback we've gotten right now. Um, that's great. Well, I, that kind of hit the main points I wanted to, to cover. Uh, was, is there anything else, Trina, that you think? Uh, no, I just, I just, you know, just want to say that once again, I am, I'm just so impressed with MMB. I'm so impressed. I'm just going to be a little selfish with Hyatt because <laughs> it, it wasn't about the financial situation in the beginning. It really was about caring, you know, for our community, caring for our employees, our customers, and, you know, our ownership. It, and, and it's just really shown at a time when we were, we were going, you know, 100 miles a minute, 1,000 miles a minute, and all of a sudden, you know, in a matter of it seemed like a week, it just halted and how we were able to retract and, and all of a sudden it was about care. And I think that will help us get through a lot. It will. And listening and listening to each other and asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, other, what else, is there anything else that MMB is focused on right now or that you're, when you're looking to, you know, the next couple months that you think are going to be the priority, obviously it's changing every day, but <laughs> what do you sort of have on the horizon as an organization? Or yeah, a- I, I think uh, once again, the continued communication and sharing the stories, the success stories that are going out there. I love that it's not just about the businesses. It, it is about the communities and how we're embracing the communities and what, and what our members are doing and kind of keeping that story. You know, when things get back Right back to whatever the new normal is, not forgetting about that. And, and if we, there's a component in our lives that we can continue to do that and how MMB can continue to share that, those stories, I think it will be very crucial. I know that our planner community is looking for guidance in that, in that role. And, you know, we want to continue to provide that for our planner community. Yeah, I like that you said it sort of comes from the heart too. I, I feel like now is a time people really, that, that first meeting when people are finally able to see other people face to face, you can imagine that being a real Oh my goodness, I, I think we all should videotape our first <laughs> meeting together, everybody, and right. put it as a collage because I think the first 20 minutes, everybody's just going to be hugging and embracing everybody if we can't do that. <laughs> if that's allowed, right? If that's allowed, yeah. Thanks for listening. Be sure to rate and review us and check back for new episodes soon.